Hey everyone, a quick announcement before the start of the episode. I'm sure everyone is aware of the controversy currently surrounding Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast regarding the OGL 1.2 license that they are currently trying to do. Uh, we are aware of everything going on with that. We have been following it and I just want to let you all know where we at AOD stand on things as of right now. Because we are so close to the finale of Campaign 1, we have decided to stick with using 5e for the remainder of Campaign 1. We only have a little bit more to go. We're getting ready to start recording that big finale and to switch over to a new system Right at the end for only a, a few episodes, just feels like it is more trouble than, they are, than it is really worth at this point. I cannot currently speak on what Campaign 2 will look like. We are discussing that, figuring out what is best for us, for our audience, and for the community at large. We obviously believe that what makes Dungeons & Dragons so great is the community around it and we want to respect that so we are holding off on making an official decision or statement on what campaign 2 will look like until we are closer to the start of that so we can know what the environment looks like and make the best decision for us and our listeners thank you very much and enjoy the episode agents of damned is a podcast intended for adults Featuring mature content that includes, but is not limited to, cursing, swearing, vulgar language and themes, depictions of sexual themes and ideas, and potentially triggering depictions of depression, alcoholism, horror, and emotional and verbal abuse. Listener discretion is advised. Everyone and welcome back to Agents of Damned Age of Despair. I am your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Hoshi Roman. And as always, I am joined by my fellow players. Hi guys, I'm Katie and I play Seth. Hey everyone, I'm Christina and I play Wintera. And I'm Drew McLean and hey guys. Pleasure. Is an important part of I'm any concerned. relationship. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. And the ability to give and get pleasure mutually is an important thing. Where's my sensor? Well, Where's my sensor? I'm playing the good <laughs> Dr. Arlo Aegon, sponsored by the number 69. Okay, that actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, it, 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 it took a weirdly <laughs> juvenile turn I wasn't expecting. 
Yeah, I, it's, it, I, I still have 69 HP, and I'm very happy about that. Mm. Oh, that's why. Okay. I thought it was based on an earlier conversation we were having and was concerned. Wait, what? Nope, don't remind him. You already forgot. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Moving on. Give us the recap. Yep, recap time. All right, recap it is. Last time, the agents ascended the mountain to save the Orcish prince. Once they had arrived, they found that Emor had been resurrected and was planning to kill the Orcish prince to allow Vincent to escape Odart's body, and by extension, Damned HQ. The agents offered Emor a chance to flee, but the Knoll's hatred of them led the group into combat. Early in the fight, Emor had a skeletal ash, also brought back by Vincent, rain down icy flames on Arlo. From within the flames, Arlo came face to face with his ancestor, Beardedra. She told Arlo of the latent power of their bloodline, which Arlo used to best Emor. As the fight progressed, Ash broke a hole into the mountain, which led directly into the giant's trials and the troll village. However, Arlo used his Roar of the Aegon to scare the undead dragon and block its path. Then, with the Dragoon's Lance, Ash was finished off once and for all. And thus, we resume our tale. Well, um, so... We survived, and I'm glad for that. Um, yeah, we should probably go back up to the peak because wasn't there something else we needed up there? Okay, we we have the Orcish Prince with us, right? Yeah, I believe he is currently on. Was it Specter's back? Yeah, is he like yes. tied up and shit, or is he like good? I'm pretty sure you guys narrated untying him. Saith, we should probably, you're right, we should probably go back up, though, so we can get back down. I don't think that going further down is the best way to get out of this situation. <laughs> probably not, no. You guys hear so many bad things down below. Arlo puts away a shovel. Rat. Digging deeper would make it worse. Yes, Arlo, it would definitely make it worse. I don't think you want to deal with that one trial where we had to face, like, the people, the spectral people that showed up, and I almost had to fight the entire fake court. We're not doing that again. Oh, yeah. That was an experience. Yeah, mine was um the, the Raven Queen and Varus. You guys ever notice how so many of the things we go through are, like, tailor-made to put us through emotional trauma? What's up with that shit? I, you know, after this, I'm just going to go right into therapy and, and um <laughs> tr try to deal with it from there. I'm sorry, you weren't in therapy already? I can recommend a couple therapists. <laughs> I assumed all three of you were regulars. Oh, boy. What's oh. therapy? Oh, Wintera. Oh, dear. No, that's Wait. a question you definitely need to answer. That's not one that you just sweep under the rug. No, no, no. No, no, nay, we're, nay. we're gonna skip over the explanation. We're just gonna, like, just... It's gonna be like the vet where we're just gonna, like, yo, Taylor, we're going to the park, and she's gonna, we're gonna drop her off at the therapist. Inexplainably, when Tara does know what the vet is, her fur bristles and she growls at you. <laughs> I oh, mean, no. we're go you want to go for ice cream? Wait, do you go to a vet instead of a doctor? No, but I've had to take some of my friends to vets while we've been in Neverwinter. Can we go back now? Yeah. I assume we've been flying <laughs> up. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I assumed we were just kind of moving as we were talking. Yeah. Have we talked to the prince yet? Yeah, is the prince conscious? Oh, he's been conscious this entire time. Oh, hey, uh, prince, what up? Oh, nothing. Uh, thanks for saving me. Yeah, no problem. You doing all right? No, but thanks for asking. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I guess with the whole game capture thing. Yeah, so what probably, exactly happened? Did they just, like, come steal you? Were you supposed to meet someone? Like, what What exactly was the situation? I was supposed to meet with Kespa uh, for one of our meetings to, you know, prevent war. And then the giant bone dragon came, swooped me up, and... Uh, <laughs> bone dragon. And I was... Yeah, I know. And, and, and then I was, then I was, no, let him have it, it was both, good. No, I love the idea of, like, this fancy-ass prince and Arlo just both kind of, like, stopping the story and chuckling at Bone Dragon. <laughs> I have never said fancy once. Bone Dragon. <laughs> bone Dragon. Bone Dragon. Uh, but, but yeah, af after that, I was just brought here, uh, kind of just kept bounding gagged until you guys showed up. Then it immediately turned to night. Then I heard the mutt start talking about killing me. First, I'd heard of it. Uh, I thought I was being held for ransom, which was weird because my people don't have, like, a lot of, like, we mostly, like, trade. We don't really do the whole currency thing. Mm, I can relate. Honestly, that is the way to go. It feels easily corruptible if you give things a finite value as opposed to what people need at the time. Right? For real, though. Yeah. Yeah, so we just we just don't do that. We just barter and trade. Um, so I but people still try and hold me for ransom because they hear Prince and they automatically assume, oh, I'm I'm like those other ones that use gold and shit. Uh fully don't, so I was just kinda waiting for my people to come and kill him. But then you guys showed up. By the way, who are you? Oh, we're oh. uh we're damned agents. Who? They're not gonna know about damned. That's why I said who, yes, thank you. Uh, so we're the Department of Adventurers uh -huh. who are do we do a good uh, everyone fight immediately <laughs> crosses their arms and stares at you. I don't care if everyone disagrees with me, I'm overriding the PCs to say this happens. Well, I feel like I'm not in control of my own body, but I'm very disappointed in you, Arlo. Yeah, no kidding. I will say that I, me, Drew, the person to know the Department of Adventure is eradicating. Nope. Um, nope, got the, it wrong. The Department of Adventures. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, maintain normality and eradicating debacles. There you go. Congrats, got it in two. I know, like, I know that. Uh-huh. But, like, I, I feel like Arlo still doesn't remember the acronym by heart. That's fair. It also feels far less genuine when you say it after getting it wrong the first time. I will... I will break into your house and pee in your cereal. <laughs> Good luck, I have a lot of cereal. Well, I just had a whole bunch of water. <laughs> Joke's on you, I have a lot of pee. Anyway. Um, <laughs> now, so, if it's... I have a lot of pee. Uh, as as the Orcish Prince is explaining that, uh, Wintera is also just kind of going to survey the land up here and try to see if she can actually figure out what was going on last session because in character, they don't have any idea about the specific type of magic targeting that happened. Mm -hmm. They just know our magic was getting fucked with. Yeah, you can go ahead and do an Arcana check to look at where at this point is honestly the kind of like the remnants of this magic circle since Ash literally dove through it. 
Yeah. Can I argue that because Wintera has been drawing those summoning circles almost every day up uh-huh. until now, she would have advantage with this to recognize some of the runes? That makes good logical sense, and I'll allow it. Okay. Just because she does not have a bonus to Arcana, so I'm going to need the advantage. Fair. <laughs> uh, 14. Yeah, with a 14 and the aforementioned practiced summoning circles, I would say you definitely recognize this as it looks like it's like a two-tiered thing. So, like, the inner ring appears to be a conjuration circle, like what you're used to, but then you kind of recognize the outer ring as almost like a negation type thing. And so you're able to piece together that it's not specifically anti-magic, but specifically it blocks conjuration and prevents things from being summoned into the area. Mm. When Tara sort of eyes that, her eyes narrow and like interrupting kind of whatever their conversation is at this point about the bone dragon and that situation, the bartering situation. Uh, she's like, those fucking fucks messed with my conjuration magic. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense why I couldn't, um, well, do my own magic, like the, 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 the dimension door. What kind of magic does, you know, we've been having the issues with the stones. What kind of magic does the stones use? And literally, as you say that, all of your stones begin to vibrate wildly as you guys get so many missed call notifications. I think when Tara Except throws Arlo. it. <laughs> Tara throws yeah, it. Yeah, Arlo, the snow. you get three. <laughs> She's like, oh. Arlo looks down and he starts making a buzzing noise, like with his mouth, like, uh, uh, oh man, a whole lot of ticks. Very well loved. Uh, when Tara, I think, in throwing the stone, also just like passes it to Arlo, like, what does this mean? When Tara, we taught you about the speaking stone. But this, this never buzzed this much before. What does this mean? Oh, well, let me have a look. Uh, it means that people have been trying to contact us. What, what do I see on Wintera's phone? You see a lot of notifications. It looks like about one or two a day from like when you guys, since you guys had left, from Orlo. Presumably, they were, or actually, like, I'll say, like, as you play them, because I'm not going to go through all these for multiple reasons. Wink. And (laughs) the, they're all from Orlo, but it seems more like he's just kind of speaking for Bookworm on account of wind can't travel through a stone. Mm -hmm. But they're all just, like, sort of warm-hearted, checking in on you, asking you to call back type messages. Nothing too too crazy just want to know how you are and wanting to talk about stuff Stuff. Terry got a bunch of messages from your girlfriend oh okay your girlfriend's name is Orlo no that's her dad but oh you got calls from her dad ooh (laughs) it's different it's not like that she um speaks with her hands mostly so because oh, of the way oh, she would oh, speak so it sorry. can't go through the mean, speaking oh, stones gods. oh jeez oh, I, yeah, yeah, mean... I didn't I didn't know <laughs> everyone throw rocks at her no <laughs> anyway ow those no. hurt so bad <laughs> stop aiming at my face it's the only place my armor isn't what about safe uh, safes are all from Barden and she has the most messages by a country mile. 
Oh, Faith, you appear to uh, be in trouble. I swear to God, if it's him asking me if it's about the man bun. <laughs> <laughs> so as you play them, uh, the first one is, in fact, about the man bun. Uh, but afterwards, it is what can only be described as an emotional roller coaster of him going through a series of panic attacks, followed by fits of rage, followed by immediate, like, sob stories of him apologizing for not being able to control his anger, and then back up all over and over again. And this goes on for several minutes. Oh, my. See, I don't know if that's a healthy thing. Yeah, it sounds like he might need a little bit of therapy, too. Sounds like he might need a lot of bit of therapy. I mean... He is dating safe. Yeah, nice. I, I high five the orcas friends. He high fives back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will call him when we are not doing something. Yeah. We look around not doing anything. <laughs> well, no, hold on. I'm about to do something. You guys notice that at this point, Kespa has gone over to the uh, magic circle and looks like she's, like, examining herself, and she looks back up at you guys and says, Uh, Wintera, you said this was anti-conjuration, yes? That's what it looks like to me. She looks up into the night sky and says, I think we need to go now. Uh-oh. And that is when you hear an all-too-familiar howl. <laughs> As there are, in fact, night walkers abound. Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't forget about them. Yeah, Safe instantly puts her hands over her mouth. Okay, let's go. <laughs> As you guys uh, start making your way down, about halfway down the mountain, you guys do come across Rothgar. It's like, wow, what on earth is taking you guys so long? What's taking you guys so long? He's whispering. Ventura still shushes him. Come on, you. Rothgar, come on. You gotta be careful. There's not walkers around. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm whispering. The fuck is taking you guys so long? So Rothgar, why do you whisper so loud? I have a raspy voice. I can't help it. We got caught up fighting something. God, Rothgar. Come on. We need, to, we need to get back now. We gotta get the prince back. He's right there. Yeah. Come on. I think. Is that. Is that the, I don't know. I've actually never met the guy. Yeah, this is the guy. He's pretty oh. cool. Okay. The prince leans in. He's like, what is he saying? <laughs> right, right, the magic thing. He just says he just says he's never met you. He was asking if you were the prince. Oh, tell him yes. He says yes. Oh, yeah, okay, he's the cool. Uh, yeah. He says he doesn't believe you. No, he doesn't. Stop telling lies. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Rothgar looks at you like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so you guys... Uh, he guides you back towards the elevator and brings you all back down. Uh, once you are safely inside, he uses his normal speaking voice again. It's like, okay, so why did <sighs> it take you guys so long? Oh, we had to fight uh, Discount Sniffs. I don't know who that is. There was a dragon in our past that was being not controlled, but worked under the evil goddess and uh, was brought back from the dead partially that we had to fight along with a different guy that we also killed in the past who is now also working under this person. And he showed up with the now partially alive dead dragon. Uh, and so we had to deal with that because they had stolen 
Prince guy right here. Um, and which one is this Sniffs guy? The the one that I said that we killed that is now also working under her. No, the no, no, dragon. no, no. We, we killed Discount Sniffs. Discount Sniffs, yeah. Sniffs we have is a our friend, friend named Sniffs. And there's another guy who's like not as important, but we met like in the same context. Like the the leader of Sniffs's pack is who he used to be. I'm pretty sure Sniffs was the leader. I don't think that was how it because Sniffs never wanted to lead people. Uh I mean Sniffs could have been a leader. He was pretty cool. I mean he could have been, but he didn't want to be. Guys, guys. What? It sounds like there's a lot of lore and backstory behind this I guess twelve hour fight you guys did. What do you mean? Oh, shit. Yeah, they also move time forward. Oh, That's why it's night outside. That ex- See, I thought I was going to go up and find your corpses because you guys had taken so long. No, like, no. These guys are seeming to move time forward. That makes much more sense. Okay. I was about to say, like, mountain's not that big. So, Rock, our, um, we are now officially time travelers, so that's, you know, that's something. But also, the important thing is we did fight a bone dragon. And he like looks at him to watch his event, his reaction. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! He high fives Rock. <laughs> the prince lin- leans into whoever's closest and whispers, "I trust this man more and more." Our little just over here is like, "I'm making so many new friends." <laughs> <sighs> well, it's good that this whole thing is put behind us, and now. Now we can finally work towards peace. Though I would suggest you all rest for the de- for the night or the remainder of it, since admittedly there's not much time left, only a few hours. But I wouldn't recommend going out at night for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. And that's when you all feel the elevator begin to rumble. I don't know much about these things, but I feel like this feels wrong. Yeah, that's very wrong. Uh-oh. Did anything else happen that I should know about? Oh, the dragon did dive a giant hole into the top of the mountain. What? Oh, yeah, that did happen. Oh, no. It is about this time that the elevator doors open and off in the distance near where the trials are you hear an explosion of stone followed by the howl of night walkers. Rothgar turns to you all and says, I cannot abandon my people. Help me get them out. Yeah. Of course. He turns over to a few guards and, like, motions for them to come over. And he asks them, like, he's having like more like a private conversation with them. Um, and then they give him something and then... Like, run off. And he says, I've told them to be aware of, to alert the other guards. In the meantime, here. And he hands the four of you stones that 
They have like this faint orangish glow to them. And he says, these are sunstones. We use them as a form of light and of energy. In an emergency, you can channel all of their power and it will shine like the sun. It will only work once though and then all of its power will be drained. These things fear the sun, so I hope it will help you. Thank you, Hrothgar. Thank me when we're out. Is there an animal your people may recognize as safety? Um. Hmm. That's a good question, actually. <laughs> hmm. Cave llama. Don't tempt me. Cave llama. Actually, actually. So Rothgar looks at you guys and says, um, there are, you may remember uh, when you were uh, trying to communicate with uh, your friend here while you were all doing the trials before she did them, uh, you used a cave bug to send out a message. Our people know them well. We call them cave llamas. I hope that was a baby one, because I'm going to try to make some bigger ones. <laughs> They're normally much bigger, yes. You you called upon a small one. Bigger ones are normally far larger and uh, partially concerning, but we can take them, so we trust them. Also, regeneration. Will your people ride on what if one shows up to help them? Oh, we love riding on them. Perfect, great. <laughs> How many of these? What, what I is feel the, like I'm getting too giddy about this, honestly. What is the equivalent stat block They're you would like me to They're very weak. Here? They're not... They're not combative at all. So, like, um, hold on. Whatever like your maximum, whatever the smallest one is, like CR one eighth. I think it's like a quarter is the smallest one I can make. All right, then they're CR a quarter, whatever the smallest one is. I'm throwing okay. night walkers at you guys en masse. I'm not going to be a dick. Yep, we're, but the goal right now is to get people and get the fuck out, right? That's Yes. Yep. So, uh, I will go ahead and use, come on, you can load up. Mm -hmm. I believe in you. Man, the anticipation is killing me. And the villagers. Shh. They, this, is, this is not actual game time. It's fine. I'm allowed <laughs> to read. <laughs> oh, so I should pause my timer that I've been using to decide the kill count? It, what the fuck, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, twice God, many could you imagine? <laughs> I'd be actually mad. We're we're using a fifth level spell to get sixteen of these fuckers so we can All send right. them out to people. Burn it, baby. Yeah, no, now's the time. Yeah, so you summon sixteen cave llamas. Uh, at this point, they are definitely too large to be able to fly, but they look like they can move fast as fuck. Winter instructs them to go start collecting people safely and get them away from the Nightwalkers and follow us out. They nod. Um, if you may recall, their mouths are, as On I described, stomachs. in the wrong place. Yep. Yep. And so they, like, stand up on their hindmost legs, let out a horrifying cry from the wrong place, and then run off. They're so cute. I know, right? Uh, it's a... As you do that, also, you notice that the two gray renders that you guys befriended and seemingly forgot about all last episode. No, no, no. Uh, we kept them in safety. That's why we forgot about them. We kept them safe. We're not going to send them in the battle. They are precious boys. They're so strong. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyway. This isn't Polly. They're like fucking CR8. What are you talking about? They are really strong. Oh, shit, are they? There's no reason we yes. should have these guys. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'll say they follow suit and do the same thing, so you have two extra ones. Yes. Yep. And I'm going to release uh, Boris, too. I'm going to uh-huh. have him as a guide, because he can float through walls and shit. Yeah, uh, you, you summon your ghost friend. Yeah, so Varus is out, and he's doing his thing. Uh, I've got um, Spectre out. She's going to be uh, scooping, to Scooping collect. up old trolls. Scooping up the trolls. The moment that I can, I also cast Pass Without Trace on us, just in case any of the previous ones have worn off if I previously cast it. Yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and say anything that you guys... The last time I can think that would have made sense to cast Pass Without Trace, you guys definitely exceeded that yeah. time. So, just doing that for safety. Yeah. Um, I pick up my speaking stone and I call my mother. What the hell's all that noise? Nah, walkers, evacuate. Fuck me. All right, fine. Hey, Sapsky, and go. It, she hangs up immediately. All right, my mom's helping with evacuation. <laughs> all you guys heard was her say, what's up? Nightwalkers, <laughs> fuck, and then a tile like, hung up. Thanks, I love it. That is all you guys heard, followed by Arlo saying she's on it. <laughs> okay, I believe you for now. There is an almost immediate explosion. <laughs> I believe you more. That's normal. <laughs> all right, okay. Okay, now, what are you guys doing? Uh, when Tara holds her staff in her hands after she finishes casting Pass Without Trace on the group and she looks at Arlo, she's just like, all right, you're the leader. What are we doing? Well, we've got forces on evac. So to mitigate damage, those Nightwalkers need to keep uh, occupied with something else. We're going to be the something else. Let's roll. I was really hoping you weren't going to say that, but I don't disagree. Yeah, it's less than ideal, but eh, what isn't these days? You're not planning on, like, going up and just, like, fighting them, right? Like, you mean, like, guide them away, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, we're not stupid. Yeah, okay, I want to make sure. The way you said it sounded very much like we're going to fight them, and that's I definitely so can't while I've got uh, 16 other things summoned. <laughs> All right. Uh, and she, uh, Kespa, like, armors up and unfurls her gifted wings. Very good. Oh, and Kespa, here's a little something to help you out. Courtesy of Dr. Aegon, I hand her a vial. (laughs) What is this? Uh, It has a label on it that says calm the fuck down potion. She undoes her mask and downs it. It was whiskey. (laughs) That was a mistake. (laughs) Yeah. I think most of the things we do are. Yep. That's why we do them. Let's do it. Saith, uh, Saith grabs a whiskey and chugs it. <laughs> okay. All right. We can do this, guys. When Tara says mostly trying to convince herself. <laughs> okay. So, how do y'all want to go about distracting Nightwalkers? I think Kespa, I think Kespa should fly and Say should hold on to one of her legs. When Tara also offers Saith Saith the option to get on Jockbird's back with her. Yeah, I'll, I'll choose Jockbird. Aw. Yeah, you, you notice Kesp, you notice Kespa's a little wobbly. She may potentially be a bit of a lightweight. Oh. 
Yeah, I'm sure that'll be fine. Arlo, this is not the time for that. I'm sure that will be fine. I'm gonna fuck him in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are, sport. Yeah, you are. He <laughs> just claps yeah, off the shoulder. She falls. Oh, you need to watch her, please. All right, we gotta distract those guys. What's the plan? All right. Plan is as such. We've got a one-time use, get-out-of-jail-free card as far as getting caught up and captured by them. I will say each of you have one, just to be sure. Yeah, we each have one. We're going to buzz by them, sting them, and draw them in the opposite direction of the escaping, of the escaping uh, townspeople. Now, they're not all going to um, be quite so um, rambunctious or idiotic as to follow a singular person. So we're going to have to give them multiple targets, i.e. all of us going in a couple different directions. When you've drawn them out as far as you think you can, and you feel like they're about to close into you, you're going to use your sunstone, and then you're going to get the hell out of Dodge. Everybody understand? Yes! Yeah. Well, then let's make it happen, Captain. And Baby Bird, I clap Kespa, you're coming with me. I'm sorry, could you repeat the second part? I, can I have five more minutes, teacher? No. And okay. he flies off in the air, dragging Kespa with him. She kind of, like, follows, like, off the momentum. So. It almost feels kind of weird to roll initiative at this point, honestly. Uh, I will just say, whichever one of you guys would like to try and draw in your group of Nightwalkers first, tell me what you do to get them, like, draw your attention. So we have the Dragonborn group and the Sathan Winterra group. Hmm. Well, I've got my bow, so I can shoot shit. Shoot shit. Uh, but I think I used my only two spell slots when we were up on the mountain. Sounds about right. Okay, Sath, I honestly have a little bit of an idea that might work. I don't know how pissed off they're going to get because I don't know that this will kill them but I've been working on this other spell since I got really freaked out about the Nightwalker since I died from one, and if we can get a group of them, we might be able to get more than one of them. Okay, I'm here, listening, to do whatever you want. It's similar to these stones. It's literally the daylight spell. We can see what happens. Fair enough. How many of them can we see if we fly towards where we heard them? Let's see. At this point, they've kind of, like, scattered throughout the city. I will go ahead and say, if you guys head off now, you'll be able to find them in not too, too many, like, large groups. I will say there are... As of right now, what you can find are four groups of... Wow, that's a real unfortunate time for me to roll high. You guys can see four groups. One seems to have 11. Oh my god. There's a lot of them. Uh, two groups of 15 and one group of 18. Holy shit. I said it's a bad time for me to roll high. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. 11? 11, two 15s, and an 18. Thanks. F so four groups. Yeah, they're, those are like the clusters that you see like going off in separate directions. Depend, like they'll scatter out if you give them too much time, so... Oh my god, alright. Now I'm imagining all the Nightwalkers are like standing together like shoulder to shoulder in like a fucking wave. Oh no, they're like crawling over. This is like some World War Z shit. Ew. Okay, hold on. 
If anyone's ever played Plague Tale, it's like that. Saith, as much as these things freak me out, we can't let them get to the people. We need to go for one of those larger no. groups. Let's do it. 15 or 18? Let's roll high. 18. All right, so you guys head down towards the largest group of them, and your plan is to, I'm guessing, get in front of them and try and bounce them back with daylight, if I'm getting that right? Uh, I need to get within 60 feet of them to try to conjure, like, a sphere in the center of their group. It's a 60-foot radius sphere of uh, daylight. Okay, okay. So you want to do it, like, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Just to, like, scatter them out. So I, I think Winterra's actual plan, instead of, like, scattering them outward, is to try to push them back with the radius sphere, like, in the front of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, with that, I'll say you're able to, like, head over, like, in front of them. Uh, you definitely see, like, there are people fleeing from these things, but obviously the Nightwalkers are far faster. Uh, you're able to get in front of them, and you cast this spell, and they immediately stop and begin to flee back in the other direction. Up until, like, the edge of where, like, the light reaches. Saith, is there anything you would like to do to help out with this? I'm honestly kind of at a loss of what to do. Do any of your warlock spells have anything that could help? I, I use both my spell slots. I don't have anything left. Mm -hmm. Saith, hold on. When Tara, like, um, asking Saith, Saith, is there anything that you're able to do um, with, like, spells or anything? I literally have no spells. <laughs> when Tara quickly shoves this pearl at you and says, use this, I haven't had to use it yet. Oh, yeah! It gives oh, you a yeah. spell slot. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, so let's see what level four spells I've got. You do also have your cantrips, if any of those are helpful. Since those don't need a spell slot. I've got Eldritch Blast. At your level, that would shoot a lot of blasts. Not 18, but a lot. All right, well, so I think then I'm going to go with Eldritch Blast. All right. Yeah, just uh, how many of those do you get at your current Warlock level? So then I have three beams. So I need 3d10. Just go ahead and roll the hits. 9, 18. So that was 19 damage. All right, yeah, with that, I'll say you're able to... Uh, land those shots on it looks like some of them were like kind of like trying to like move around the edge of it to continue forward you just like and i said fuck off yeah and so the first one stopped their tracks now you have their attention are we still focusing on us or are we switching over to arlo for a second uh yeah we'll switch over to arlo for a second okay thank you because <laughs> i needed a second to figure something out cool Okay, Arlo, there are three other groups, two 15s and an 11 in count. Which one do you and Kespa at her peak want to go to? Uh, I guess, like, we're trying to get as many as possible, so I guess, like, the, the group of 15s and we're, we're buzzing by them. Arlo is swinging his gunchucks in the air, firing them off and just, like, in a circular pattern to create a lot of noise. And they're also both um, singing a song that Damn near every dragonborn knows, which is Asmodeus went down to Methmir. He was looking for a soul to steal. He's the divine who showed on time. He's looking to make a deal. And they're singing at the top of their lungs. 
just trying to draw attention. You didn't even inform Kespa about this plan. She's just doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, I need a song that, like, we'll both know so we won't break stride or stop making noise. Ah, of course. Old Modi went down to Mathmere. That time he, that true recounted story of the time he lost a fiddle contest to, like, some hick down in Mathmere. Like an idiot. What an idiot Asmodeus is. <laughs> some, some, somewhere in the nine hells, he sneezes. <laughs> and it's one of those cute little cat sneezes, so he tries to hide it. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Remember he was a cat for a while. Remember when Asmodeus was hanging out with us, but he was a cat? I'm not even going to begin to get into the logistics of why that's technically not what it was, but moving on. <laughs> Uh, I will say, with that, go ahead and... Hmm. First, roll me a performance check. I'll give you advantage on this, since Kespa's also doing it. That is a nine. A nine. Let me real quick see... I highly doubt it, but see if Kespa has a bonus to performance. I'd truly be shocked if she did. Uh, Kespa does not have any better performance, so with that, I will say some of them look up, but not a lot of them. Like, you get, like, a few of them that, like, look up, mostly just because they hear the noise. Let me see if Kespa has anything that she can do in this context. Oh, actually, that would be super helpful. As you guys, like, are singing around and get to the big finale, she is actually going to expend her last second level spell to cast Pyrotechnics and make a big show of it. Amazing. Arlo does, for some reason, have a fiddle. Has been playing the fiddle parts. I don't remember seeing that on you at all, but fucking jam it, bitch! There's a lot you don't know about me. Like, I'm an expert fucking fiddle player, which is now canonical to this story. I have no reason to doubt you (laughs) on that. Uh, And I will say with the boost in pyrotechnics, you guys are able to definitely get more of their attention as they see these now bright lights. And now they're all just observing Arlo playing a fiddle. While two dragonborns sing this song, one of which is kind of just, like, hanging loosely from your, I guess, like, foot. And something about that sight and sound enrages them deeply. You've never seen anger or emotion, really, on a Nightwalker, but these Nightwalkers seem to have this ungodly desire to fucking murder you. Oh, I forgot their natural enemy is the fiddle. Out in the wild, their natural predator is the fiddle. I don't know about that one. (laughs) No, no, no. I read it in a book once, so it must be true. Oh, what book? Fiddler's Digest. I hate you with every (laughs) fiber of my being. Make stupid me come up with things in the moment if you don't want shit like Fiddler's Digest. (laughs) I'm so disappointed in you. They they all spread their wings and take flight at you with truly no greater bloodlust than you have ever seen creatures fly at you with. 
it like I would imagine that like yo that slide whistle sound that plays in like cartoons plays and then like they do the pew, like run away leaving a cloud of smoke behind them that is shaped like them for a couple seconds. No, they don't because they're not cartoons. Oh, I was talking, I was talking about me and Kespa. Oh well, that's fine because you guys are cartoons. Yay! Everyone, everything else in this is fully Fogo realistic, except for Arlo and Kespa, who are just cartoons. Yeah, we're like Hugh framed Roger Rabbit characters, except without all of the weird sexual undertones. All the time. <laughs> anyway, uh, back over to the other group. You both now have uh. The attention of a group of Nightwalkers. Yours are less chasing you at the current moment. Great. Than Arlo's group is. <laughs> I think the current plan right now is to continue to push them back. And I think we're going to try to do something that's like a combined thing. Using possibly the reflections that are being made from the sunlight from the daylight spell for Saith's reflection ability. And then when Terra can ride the lightning through the group of Nightwalkers, like, through them to, like, create something at the back and then back over to Jockbird to get herself back to safety. To, like, sort of, like, confuse and distract them in the direction that isn't the direction they were initially heading. Okay, 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 okay. So you guys want to use your abilities to effectively, like, show them the thing you want to kill is this way mm -hmm. and have them yes. backtrack. Mm -hmm. Away from the people. Okay, so for this plan to work, a few things need to happen. First of which is Sate needs to be able to pull off the blink spell because that is the trigger for her to be able to access the mirror world. Okay. So in order to do that, you do have to roll a d20, I believe. Uh, she rolled a 15 base. Okay, so with that, you are able to pull off y your new ability and are able to hop into the reflections of uh, the light being cast. And from that, you're able to, like, follow me, you ugly, blind-ass fuckers! And I think with that cue, Wintera <laughs> will take a, like, jumping leap off of Jockbird to get enough distance from him to not hurt him when she starts a spell. Mm -hmm. and then ride the lightning along the reflections that Saith is making as she's, like, going in that direction. Yeah, uh, alright, so... I will say for this one... Uh, roll me intimidation checks. Yes! Both of you. The one thing we're both amazing at. <laughs> Our entire group is the intimidation group. We all have proficiency in it. We're all spooky, scary people. <laughs> Saith rolled a 19. When Tara got a nat 20 for a 25. Wow, we're rolling up yeah, on a Sunday. No, they're, that they're all after you. Uh, to hell, with a nat 20, I'll say you even get the attention of one of the other groups. Which one? The 11s. Okay. Oh, boy. So you guys now have a combined total of 29 Nightwalkers. <laughs> Tara, following after you guys. When Tara in her soul is sobbing, but she knows it's for the greater good, and that's the only thing driving her forward right now is the safety of other people. And fear. And fear. Alright, yeah, and Jogbird is uh, flying overhead, keeping an eye on things. He knows not to stray too far. 
back over to Arlo and Kespa's group. You guys going to try and do something about this last group? Or are you just going to guide these truly filled with spite and hatred Nightwalkers along the path? What language do Nightwalkers speak? Ah, that's a fantastic question. Let me double check. Uh, they don't. Can they read? It doesn't say they can. Doesn't say they can't. There's not a languages section on Nightwalkers. Saying that, like, does it specifically say they can't, like, understand language or anything like that? You know fully well that's not how that works. It'll say languages that they know. What What is your plan? Uh, the last group that was, like, left, Arlo's gonna, like, take his fiddle, scribble a message on it real quick, and then throw it into, like, that last group to try to get them involved as well. For those of you that are listening to this in an audio format, which is everybody, Jordan looks exasperated. <laughs> I would like everyone to know that as a note taker, the only note section I have for Arlo and Kespa right now is fiddle playing distraction. So do these um, daylight orbs that they gave us, do they kill the Nightwalkers or did they just drive them away? Mm. I will tell you, just mechanically speaking, it is the equivalent of casting daylight, mm. which you have seen what that does. So no, it does not kill them. It just drives them away. Okay. It just gives you a moment to r- get the fuck out because it creates that 60 foot area of gives you a good 60 GTFO foot radius space. of daylight that they don't want to be in. I haven't heard any, like, answer about, like, my scrawled message on the film. I'm thinking, which is more than I should be doing off of what you (laughs) asked. (laughs) Can someone explain to me what the fuck my husband just said is an idea? Because I spaced out while I was writing down notes and don't know what the fuck he's even trying right now. He wants to write a note on a fiddle and throw it into the, a group of Nightwalkers. <laughs> you see now why I have been quiet for so long, trying to think, is there any way I can, is there any kindness I can extend where this is even remotely feasible and not just strictly the dumbest thing he's ever said to me? <laughs> and it's been difficult. It's been tr- it is maybe the hardest thing I've ever had to do as a DM. No, what you just threw it. It's a note written in common. I was trying didn't to ask specify about a language, but it doesn't say anything on Nightwalkers that they understand language, which given how D&D tends to classify their monsters, typically means they don't. What's their intelligence? Drew is using that. Drew is using reverse psychology, though, and, oh, it's they have negative intelligence. So they stupid. They stupid. They're instinctive. They stupid. Don't dress it up. They stupid. Okay, hold on. Most animals in this have very low intelligence. It doesn't mean they're stupid. It just means they run off of instincts. Okay. I mean, they stupid. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to not be the the, hey, teacher, we had a homework person and try to help my husband here. Assumably, these Nightwalkers are being controlled by someone that could read. What if one of the Nightwalkers had, like, the like they're being seen through, basically, like we're being watched or scried upon, essentially? If that was the case and the, one of the Nightwalkers was offering a what? line of sight, they could read. 
I have another idea. And then the Nightwalkers would get pissed off because they're pissed off. I have another idea. So we have established that the fiddle is the natural enemy of the Nightwalker. What if I just no, throw you a fiddle said that. at one of them? No one challenged me on it. There's some things I shouldn't have to challenge, but go on. <laughs> what if I just just threw a fiddle at the Nightwalkers, the last group, and just like, you know, beat one of them in the head and went, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate how much that feels like it would be effective more than your other thing. I know. I threw a fiddle at Here is what I will do for you. <laughs> and I want you to know. You have truly tested the limits of my friendship with you <laughs> on this thing that you are trying to do. But I also I also understand that you're a fighter. And so realistically, your options are a touch limited. I do understand this. <laughs> I can only do dumb, ridiculous stuff. That's all I've got. So he here is what I will do for you. My friend, which I do have to keep saying out loud to remind myself right now. <laughs> As you rear back to throw your fiddle, Kespa will reach up and stop you. It's like, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. She'll reach into one of her pockets, pull out what looks like this vial of this, like tannish liquid and say, Pour this in it. What might that be? Just do it. It'll be great. All right. I'm, I'm here for it. He does it. Okay. Um, it smells truly repugnant, but what she has done is she has given you basically a casting of grease. Huh. And because I'm not a coward... And this has come up multiple times. <laughs> grease is 100% flammable. <laughs> because any DM who doesn't say Grease is flammable is a coward. And their bloodline is weak and history will forget them. For once, I agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> and then she will lower her helmet and you see the eyes glow red as she has chosen fire. Nice. Noise. Amazing. Okay, now do it. Arlo looks out to the Nightwalkers and says, You say goodbye, and I say cello. I mean violin. I mean fiddle. Fuck, I fucked it up. And he throws us So you chuck the fiddle. It lands down just like in the middle of them. They all just kind of like look at it horribly confused for a moment because... You just threw a fiddle. What possible reason could they have to think anything of that? And then Kespa looks up at you and is like, Together? Together indeed. At last I can mark it off my bucket list! And you both go ahead and breathe fire down. Arlo just hucks a fire, like a, a little bit of fire out like a loogie. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I feel like that's what drunk Kespa would also do. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys just go ahead and spit out this lava loogie uh, down into it, almost perfectly into the fiddle, uh, causing a little ping, like a spittoon, before it erupts into flames. And now you have, I believe, based on the math, 
30 Nightwalkers following you. So, with my blink spell, I'm gonna... So, we're driving them towards that giant hole in the wall in the mountain that they came through. Pretty much, yeah. Unless you guys had another destination in mind. Nope. Nope. I am going to uh, hang back and let Winterra continue to lead them forward. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump down behind them. And once we've got them as close to the wall as possible, I want to go ahead and use my orb of the the, 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 the sunlight that they gave us. The sunstone? Yeah, so it's so that we can trap them um, in the hole in the wall. Like, drive them through the hole in the wall and then drop the sunstone there at the hole in the wall. So they're behind the hole in the wall. Okay, so you want to pop out of the reflection after the group has passed. Yes. Okay. When Tara is uh, surfing along the lightning for as long as the spell will last uh, before hopping back up on Jockbird with all these Nightwalkers following, Saith manages to pop out of the reflection. And at this point, there is this army of Nightwalkers, some running along the ground, some flying in the air, following after Winterra and Arlo and Kespa. You guys are bolting towards this hole just as fast as you guys can as they get closer and closer. You can almost feel their auras beginning to affect you. They're so close, and you know that if their auras catch up to you, it is going to hurt. Potentially, even lethally. Wintera, can you go ahead and roll me on your uh, fear table, please? She just starts sobbing. As she's running away, she starts sobbing. She's so distressed. Oh. Chalkbird looks up at you and just says, Chalkbird! And seems to fly just like a little bit faster as if he's trying to to win, but for you. <sighs> Chalkbird! Aww. Little boy. There, there are literal, like, actual tears streaming down Winterra's face, and she's full-on distressed. She's just like, oh, it'll be okay. Be okay. I feel like that's a lie, but it'll be okay. Well, and she looks down at Jockbird, and she kind of catches the glint in Jockbird's eyes. He's, like, kind of looking back over, over his shoulder at her as he's trying his hardest to fly faster, and she's like, we're in this together, buddy. He has fully turned his neck around 180 degrees, which you didn't know he could do. But apparently he can. Just she, his part out. Totally Bang. normal. Total normal. Probably fine. She's like, we're in this together, buddy. We can we can do it. I believe in you. Chuck. Bird! And he just flexes midair and then seemingly dashes. Like he stops flying. He's just running <laughs> business running midair. <laughs> business running midair. <laughs> his form is immaculate, truly, and you've never seen him go faster. <laughs> He's moving at the speed of sound. The quickest jock bird around. I was wondering how you were going to make that work. <laughs> Never underestimate my abilities to make things silly. And as you guys reach the entrance of the trials that they have broken through, say you activate your sunstone, momentarily distracting the Nightwalkers, allowing you guys 
to go back around. So you are now on the other side. Yes. And then bolt. This this continued dash of Jockbird ends in me scooping Saith from the ground. Like you activated and it's like anime moment. You like blink and you're gone, but you're just on Jockbird's back with me. (laughs) Oh no, I fully imagine that because of this silly new way that Jockbird is moving, he just like grabs her and is like fireman carrying her as he continues to run in midair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something, one piece, air walk. Yeah. Yep. No, he's flying. With his legs. Airwalk. It's, it's Jockbird. Yeah. You good? I am perfectly fine. Let's get the hell out of here. I'm not, but I agree. This is fun. We should do it again. No. Party pooper. Yeah, we won't do this again. Drunk Kespel, we can maybe do again. She starts singing the song. Then Safe joins in. No, it's just no, it's just a completely different song. It's like... I come from a land out of dark. Kespa's just thought this has been karaoke the whole time. <laughs> so you guys are able to make your way back towards the entrance. Uh, you see all the other groups are making their way down. Uh, it looks like the cave llamas have been uh, guiding everyone, but letting the young and old uh, ride on them to help move things along. Several of them are also riding atop the gray renders. And you also see that it looks like Rothgar had managed to catch up with Komodra, and he's actually having to help her out a little bit. It looks like she's not quite moving as well as she normally would be. But they're still able to head over towards the entrance. Arlo does scoop Komodra. I... Yeah, I know. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm just saying, like, you know, eventually at some point in your life, this is going to be the norm, you know? You you know, you get older and you... She grabs you by the collar of your arbor, pulls you in close and says, you will only ever get to do this the one time. Enjoy it. I take it back. You'll never get old. I take it back. <laughs> You're damn right. I won't. <laughs> uh, and at this point, the sunstone light fades. And the Nightwalkers begin barreling towards all of you again. You're able to escape from the village and make your way outside. Unfortunately, it is still the dead of night and you know these things are coming after you. You continue to run through the forest as fast as you can, trying to avoid them along with any others that might just be in the area. And as you be, as you continue to run, you come across the river that you guys flew over before. And some of the cre- the cave llamas have to stop for a moment to just they're not used to that. They live in caves when they're not being summoned by druids. And as this happens, a group of Nightwalkers descends down. You all brace yourselves, ready to have to do what needs to be done. Winterra, I feel like you would instinctively look over to the horizon to see 
is the sun about to rise. And it looks like it's close, but not close enough. You have maybe still a few minutes until the sun rises. Definitely not enough time to hold these things off and protect everyone. And once they get too close, that aura will probably wipe a lot of them out. And as they dive down towards all of you, another daylight spell is cast just above all of you. And you see on the other side of the river, Snapdra. Yay! Come on! Cross! Now! Uh, the cave llamas are now able to make their way across. Uh, they need some help from the more abled of the trolls, but they are able to get across. And she guides you back uh, towards the encampment that you guys were all at. And as the sun rises, you have all managed to escape safely. And now, a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, I was just, yeah, I was talking about the, the thing, you know, yeah. with the... Uh... Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, no, uh, Drew, uh, Drew, Drew, are you okay? Drew, you good? Oh, God, no. Yes. Oh, no, yes. they got him. Yes. He turned into the uh, dice gremlin. It is I, the dice goblin. Gremlin. Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the commercial. It's the fucking dice goblin, Katie. Oh, no, not the dice goblin. Dice goblin, why are you here? I am here for I am the dark passenger within you all that you cannot sate. He's right. I feel the need to buy dice now, but wherever will I do that? Ah, you'll never be able to get enough high quality dice at a low price to satiate me. There is no such place to get such things. That's not true. What? You can go to www.adventuredice.ca. And put in the code AGENTS at your time of purchase. You'll get 10% off. Wow, do they have, like, a wide variety of things to choose from? Like, regular dice, small dice, big dice, wooden dice, metal dice, sharp edge dice, and, uh... Even D6 and D10 sets. Wait, they have D6s and D10 sets? Shit! Exactly, and you can get almost every single set, with the exception of the Andrea's Adventurous Charity set. That's still over 300 dice to choose from! So many dice! Your dice goblin will surely be satisfied. Now, with all of these dice available, the dark passenger has been sated and I am vanquished now! Oh god, did you die? Hey guys, what's up? What did <laughs> oh, I miss? Uh, uh, there uh, he is, he's all good. Hey, thanks adventuredice.ca! I don't know what's going on, I left you get a sandwich. <laughs> But Wintari slides off of Jockbird's back, and she's using him to, like, support herself, and she's, like, got one hand on Stace's shoulder, and she's just, like, leaning on both of them, just... <sighs> yeah, I'm just gonna hug her. Hug her tight and hard. She's just so, like, mentally drained that she doesn't even, like... She kind of hugs you, but it's not, like, a really there hug. Like, it's more of a physical action being returned, rather than her mind being there to return the hug. Arlo picks up Sate 
as she is holding Winterra to be holding them both at the same time. And Arl just like picks both of them up and is like, Arl's just like, we will stay like this right now. That's fine. Jockbird's gonna go take a break because he's tired. Jockbird. Jockbird! And he is dismissed. I believe that Jockbird's taking a break. I do not believe that he is tired. Oh no, he looked fine. That man, that man always wins. It might be more that I'm the one that's tired because, oh my gosh. That was a, a lot. Um, did everybody get out okay? Where's Rothgar? Rothgar comes up to you guys and he says, um, oh. Right, the magic's gone. Rothgar, we don't understand you mm-hmm. anymore. And he like smacks his forehead because he seemed to have forgot as well. I'm assuming you're saying how awesome we were at, at helping. Kespa! Kespa like crawls over there. It's like, oh, my fucking head. No, that's not what he said. He said we're fine, and then, goddammit, I forgot about the magic. In that order. Okay. All right. Well, I- I'm glad that your people made it out safely. Um, We definitely need to figure out where to put you, though. I think we might have another problem before that. Uh, and Kespa looks over towards the encampment where all the Dragonborn soldiers are as they are coming over, spears in hand, to figure out what the fuck an entire, as far as they know, army of trolls is doing there. Um, Arlo puts down his two friends and goes to like, the forefront. Kespa, uh, very slowly and clearly hung over, uh, goes to join you. Winter and I assume Saith also stand behind Arlo. Yes. Yeah, he goes up to whoever looks like they're in charge. Um, yeah, I would say that would be like uh, one of the green dragonborn. It's predominantly the type of dragonborn that's there, but one of the larger ones comes up and says, Glad to see that you're all back. I'm wondering what the company is for. This is unfortunately not a company. These are civilians and refugees. What's more, what we are going to be attempting to do is to end the conflict. Peacefully. These are good, innocent people. We've been led astray to believe that they weren't, but they are good, innocent people who need our protection just as much as any others. Winterra got anything to add? Winterra is still sobbing. Okay, nope. cool. She's just she's standing behind Saith and she's just nodding with what Saith is saying, but she's also silently crying about the Nightwalker situation. Okay, it sounded like you guys were doing a trifecta thing. I didn't want nope. to interrupt. No, it was like dramatic speech, dramatic speech. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dramatic speech, dramatic speech. Sob. <laughs> I agree with. Uh, I agree with. What, I agree with what they're saying. <laughs> she, she, she's had a rough, she's had an extra rough time. Don't mind her. Kespa will step forward and continue on saying, "We were ill-informed as to the nature of things. Obviously, I there's a lot that we all need to discuss, both here and." Those in charge of not just the kingdoms, but the Timantharian Empire as a whole. I assure you, though, these people mean no harm, and they are currently under the protection of both the Delmarev clan and the Aegon clan. 
So you are to provide these people with anything that they might need. I know there are plenty of soldiers here that speak giant and can translate for them. I want no ill harm to come to those who do not threaten first, and I can promise you none of these people will. Anyone who disobeys this will answer to me directly. Am I understood? And the guy just like kind of like trembles a little bit. Um, he's like, yes, uh, understood. Arlo is looking at Casper and he's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally all I say. This goes, hmm. <laughs> As the guy goes over, Kespa turns back to you, shrugs it like, look, you hang out around with my aunt enough. You kind of pick it up a bit. Yep. <laughs> that was interesting. I can be authoritative when I want to be. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you can. Uh, are you okay? Fine. Totally fine. Full deception. <laughs> I need therapy. Arlo, Arlo, roll deception versus Kespa's insight. Can I have advantage? No. Please? <laughs> you ask me again, I'll give you a disadvantage. Ha <laughs> ha! a 19 on the die. Which adds up to... Which adds up to... 19. <laughs> oh. So, so you got a 19? Yes. Cool. She narrows her eyes at you because she got a dirty 20. Oh. You know what? I'm going to do you a favor on that one because we just had a big day. We're not going to talk about that. I appreciate that. Okay, good. <laughs> Just don't, don't again, please. I'm not doing anything consciously. Oh, Lord. All right. I need to do something really quick. Not the same thing he does, hopefully. Well, I mean, that we're not discussing what I need to do. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to pull out my speaking stone, and I'm going to call Barden. Cool. You, you punch in the number... And literally, before you can even bring the stone up to your ear, you hear, Oh my god, Saint, I'm, I'm so, so sorry about that last one. I know I was out of control with it. Look, I, I was working on it, I promise. Um, if, 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 you, if you think we shouldn't be together anymore, I understand. I just, I just wish hey, you were talking about Biden, that. But... Biden! 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 Oh god, For the love of God, man! You're okay! It's okay! I'm fine. We're all okay. I'm... We are... Oh, okay. We, we, Trolls are good. We found out. Um, oh, there's, there was a magic spell that was keeping us from being able to contact outside of the uh, the troll society. But um, oh, so you don't want to break up with me? God no. Oh thank, oh thank God. Okay, okay. You are the least toxic person that I have uh, had the uh, the pleasure of enjoying the uh, ability to spend time with. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I'm, I, I have no reservations yet. It's not the man bun. You wait, don't have to worry about the yet? man Why are you so self-conscious about your man bun? It's, I mean. Barton, you are beautiful. Really? 
Yes, I, I, I promise. You're beautiful, okay? And I wanted to let you know that I'm okay, we're okay, the trolls are okay, and uh, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna make it home here eventually. When, when's eventually? I gotta have the, the, the circle ready. You know, that's, that's the only reason I'm asking. It's not anything else. I'm perfectly fine. What do you guys think? Oh, Arlo was like in the background of the call. I was like, oh, is that Barden? Yep. Did he get a haircut yet? <laughs> Wait, what did <laughs> with no, with fully no context. Was <laughs> that Arlo? Was he talking about my hair? Oh, God, I know it's stupid. Oh, God. <laughs> Like, he can, like, like, you ever hear someone in the background of a phone call who, like, you don't, like, you can tell they can't tell that you can hear them? Like, that's that, like, sound of, like, oh, that Barton, you get a haircut yet? You you fully hear Bargain, like, scrambling, and then you hear another guard in the background. It's like, sir, no, drop that knife! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think it would be cute if you grew it out. Uh, there is, like, a pause, like, Really? Oh yeah, a full-on ponytail? Hell yeah! What what, what do you think, so, soldier? I think you should drop the knife, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, but but Barton, um, I uh, listen, I I like your face, and I'll be home soon. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. I love you. Okay. And it he oh. hangs up. He said he loved you. I don't, I don't see what the big deal is. Seath, uh... Seath full-on, uh, breaks down sobbing. I mean... <gasps> oh. Uh, I don't think she's ever heard somebody tell her that she's love that they love her. Wow, that's real sad, considering the early parts of your life still had your parents. I, I mean... They're very stern. Other very than Very stern that. parents. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, that's the first time I think anybody has romantically okay, fair. said that they love her. And uh, yeah, she's, uh, she was not prepared for that. And she's, I mean, it's a good thing. Don't worry. I mean, it's not a bad thing. She's, I mean, like, this is some hardcore sobbing and, and people are like, I've never heard anyone be told they love them and then start crying and assume it's out of, like, those are tears of tragedy. <laughs> yeah, like that would be so wild. I was <laughs> just kind of like tracing little circles on her back, like, "Y'all yeah, right, safe?" Like she can't form a sentence. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to, you need a minute. You need to listen to some sky chemical romance. When Tara offers Safe some jerky, because clearly food is the answer. She she like takes the jerky. She's like, that's a for visual the, joke, for the -visual, <laughs> which is everyone. For the Katie people, just did a I, visual I, gag. Yes, exactly. I am. Uh, I have like a vape in my in my hand, and I'm like chewing on it, like a, a piece of jerky, like oh a cute little like she's just like sucking on it, like a little. She's doing yes. little num nums. I like little num nums. Like, even Varus has never seen her, like, this emotional. <laughs> and on that note, you guys hear a thud behind you. What?
And as you turn around, you see Komodra on the ground. Oh, shit. We should probably address that. Yeah, as you guys go over, Arlo, you can tell almost immediately her coloration is pretty off. Like, it hasn't been quite right for a bit, but it's looking... Her scales are far duller than they have looked in a long time. She is coughing violently and hacking up blood. You could tell from your time in the tent, brief as it was, it looks like she's pretty far along with the troll rot. I look over to Hrothgar and I'm like, I mean, we did those trials and stuff. We never, like, found a cure up there on the mountain. What's the, what's the deal? Arlo, as you look over in Rothgar's direction, you see something that you weren't expecting. This look of shock and horror seems to be taking over Rothgar. He looks as if, as far as you can tell, this is the first time he's ever actually seen the full effects of Troll Rot. He obviously would know what it does to his people, but it seems like he may have never actually seen what it does to others. And he just begins to speak and Kespa with an equal amount of shock now turns from Rothgar to you and says he says he doesn't know that there is one he was hoping we would find it because he hasn't been able to You lied to me? At this point, you see Rothgar begin to tear up, and he just looks up at you and grunts. (laughs) And you don't even need Kespa to translate for that one. There never was a cure. Not one that he's found. Arlo punches Rothgar in the face. As hard as he can. Oh. He, Rothgar doesn't do anything about it. He just lets it happen. He picks him up by like the scruff of his shirt and he's just like yelling in his face like, you fucking lied to me. Arlo, Arlo, stop. Arlo. Komodra like, reaches over towards you and, like, motions you over. Arlo comes by her side. Arlo, I know... I know you're mad. Don't let your emotions take over. Not like I did. If we won't, to make sure no one has to go through this, 
you need to do what's right. I know it's hard. I couldn't even do it. But you're stronger than that. I know you are. So you listen. Like I say. You listen well. She pulls you in closer. She says, My gods, you stink. Yeah, I haven't showered in a while. No. Like, worse. At this point, you notice that, like, even Snapdra, who's kind of, like, standing close by, is, like, covering up her nose. Saith and Wintera, you guys don't notice anything. You guys have no clue what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah, I I look at Wintera like... Wintera's confused. She's like, what the fuck do they mean? I just kind of, like, does, like, the pit sniff, like, the... I mean, like, I don't smell great, but... Snapdra's like, no, she's right, like, smell like rotten fish or something. Well, I feel like my mom's dying. Are we going to, like, pile this on? Like, I feel like everyone's being dicks right now. Everyone roll me intelligence checks. <laughs> Got a 19. Just straight intelligence? Yeah. Great. Or history, if that helps. It doesn't really matter that much. I think history might be better. Nope, never mind. 16. 24. It all occurs to you almost simultaneously. There's only one source that you guys can think of, of the smell of rotten fish, that is so truly horrid and repugnant to normal people that it could even break up an emotional moment like this. Bettys? Big Bettys. And as you guys, like, start to, like, sniff with that in mind, you're drawn to the snack pouch on the Bjorn. And inside, you find... Another concerningly wet care package with another note on it. And it reads, PPS. I figured you guys might want this since you seem to like this stuff. It wasn't selling well despite how funny it was. So rather than throwing it away, I'll go ahead and give you D's. Fuck you. <laughs> Love, Spib. D's nuts? Nope. Well, yes, but... And inside... Is two servings... Of Fondledy. Which you may recall has the effect of granting immunity to poison... And disease. Fork it in her mouth. Fork it in her goddamn mouth. Ma, you gotta eat this. What? It's... It smells terrible. I was gonna, like, while she's talking, he just shoves it in her mouth. (laughs) No, what do you He's moving her jaw up and down. He's like making her do alligator mouth. Like, did she was like, chew it? <laughs> oh no, you're having to like full on fire like this. Like you are gator wrestling. Like she is having to choke this down. She does not like it. Yeah, he gets it in her mouth and she's like, swallow. Mm-mm. Swallow. Mm-mm. Oh no, she's she's like full on trying to like roll you off. <laughs> Been there before. <laughs> And after a while, you do manage to get the food down. And as you go, she starts coughing violently. It's like, 
Oh my god, what the fuck? Oh, that was the worst shit I've ever had in my life. Oh my god, it tastes like it was dead and then died again somehow. Yeah, it's an acquired oh taste. Oh my god. That ain't an acquired taste. That's that's like poison. You trying to kill me faster? Like, what the <laughs> actual hell, Arlo? How you feeling? Well, you sound better already. Yeah, well, I... And then she, like, stops and takes inventory. And her scales have, like, regained color again. Like, she's looking normal. Who would have known that Big Betty's would have been the cure to Troll Rod all along? Who? A fey friend. You don't worry about it. That was fey food? You just... Oh, my God. And she, like, starts, like, reaching her finger down her no. throat. When Ty, when, cool. When Tara's eyes magically glow, just, like, a little mystically... <laughs> You see Snapdra starts, like, wrestling her to, like, keep her from doing it. Listen, sometimes we gotta rely on the Fae to get us by. No, you don't understand. If you eat their food, you're, like, bound to them. Trust me, I'm writing a book. No, you're not. That's an old tale that people have made up outside of the Feywild for some stupid reason. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah, haven't you ever eaten that Fae Donald's? That ain't fucking real. F- what the hell? Yeah, have you not had... Mom, have you not had Faye Donalds? Okay, first of all, you know we only took you there as a little kid to calm you down. Second of all, you know that's just some fake bullshit that they make. You're old enough now to know that. No, actually, a lot of people from the Feywild that don't want to be in the Feywild come and work for Faye Donalds. Huh. Well, I mean, if they don't want to be in the Faye, I feel like that... You know what? Not important right now. Um. Yeah. I... Huh. Thank you for saving my life, Arlo. Ah, uh, no problem, mother. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that uh, it will be. Uh, and sorry for being kind of a dick earlier. And, you know, for knocking you out. I already apologized for that one, all right? <laughs> yeah, you can see, like, in this instance, it's like her Texan, air quotes, Texan, pride, like, bugging up against logic yep that, that, also pulling the classic ferret move of like look I know I did wrong but I don't want to apologize because I don't want to do that I don't want to show weakness <laughs> that, thanks for the food I guess that's what we can call it Arlo kind of like pulls in kind of like a half hug and uh he kind of notices for like the first time like He's been gone for a while. He's, like, actually, like, a little bit taller than his mom. And he, like, had never noticed that. He'd never felt that way. And he kind of just kisses her on the top of the head. She, like... As you guys are, like, embracing for a bit, like, she does, like, return the hug a little bit more. And then, like, as you do that, she, like, pulls away, looking kind of annoyed for a minute. But then, like, her look is, like, when did you get taller than me? You know, I don't know. Maybe I've been taller than you for a while. Maybe it was like the magical spirit journey we did. Could be. It could literally be either of those things. I've I've led a very interesting life in in uh in my absence. This could be like the like residual effects of eating fey food so many times. I have no idea. So you're telling me there's a chance I might end up being taller again? All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Excellent. This all checks out. 
I'll ask Titania next time I talk to her whether she knows or not. I'm sorry, what? Don't worry about it. Now, I do have... I am still working. I do have one last responsibility. Casper. Yep. I need one more translation spell. I didn't cast the spell, but I can translate. Oh, right. Forgot. Well, I need translation. Oh, okay. Rothgar. Rothgar walks over to you. He wipes uh, his face. And before you can say anything, he starts to grumble. Uh, which Kespa dutifully translates for you. I know that you are upset with me. And for good reason. I want to tell you that what I did, I did for the right reasons. But I don't know if I even believe it myself anymore. I hated my people for making this disease. But I never faced it head on. I ran from it. Rather than facing it, I hid, trying to find something to end it in secrecy. Because I didn't think I could... didn't think I was strong enough to face the people who made it. I was afraid. And both of our people suffered for it. When you all came, I had hoped I could use your strength to finally end it. But to ask of that and speak of peace was wrong. I did not lie when I said I wanted peace between us. So I ask that you not be mad at my people. Just me. And I will offer you my life. If that is what it takes for peace. As an agent of Damned, you have admitted to engaging in biological warfare without the ability to disseminate any kind of a cure. This is considered a war crime, and you will have to stand trial at tribunal. Do you understand these charges? Rothgar, like, he looks down solemnly for a moment and then nods. However, you have shown great courage in battle. Kespa breathes an immediate sigh of relief. <laughs> <laughs> and you have shown a slew of mitigating factors for your character. As such... I will refrain from placing you under arrest and trust that you will submit yourself to judgment of your own free will. Kespa translates that and Rothgar, at this point he is like sort of just been on the ground. Like he has not picked himself up after you've knocked him down. He does now stand up and goes <sighs> my life. Which Kespa says, he says that 
he will do this. But would request that first... He offer his aid in ridding the world of the nightmares. Let's get his people set up somewhere safe first. Well, uh, like, I believe that an arrangement could be worked out. Guess what translates and Rothgar like nods with the like faint smile on it. Oh, does not return the smile. He is actually still pretty miffed that he was lied to about something so important. So with that all settled, the uh, spare serving of Fondledy is taken so that it may be properly distributed amongst the others to end Trollrot epidemic. We're going to have to get that recipe from Betty. We should really get Betty's speaking zone number. She feels like she should like be a part of the war effort. You boldly assume she has a stone. Guys, we should buy Betty, Betty a speaking stone. I don't think she's going to ever remember um, where it is or how to use it. Maybe maybe give it to Spib instead. Maybe that's probably better. better. Yeah, Spib speaking stone. Wait, Sp- does Spib have a speaking stone? Do I no. have Spib's speaking stone number? He fully does not have one. Damn. Do. Although we could send a messenger. You are very bold to assume that any messenger we sent would come back. I don't think I could get any of the face spirits to go deliver a message to Betty, let alone any actual messengers safe. Oh, yeah, fair enough. The Fae won't go back to the war criminal. <laughs> you try to send a message and they go like, oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. We'll take care of that for you real fast. And then like they send like a fucking platoon. One that does not survive. <laughs> I don't think you understand how terrified Titania was for us when she found out about Betty. <laughs> so it'll be more like, oh, we'll send that. Uh, like, hey, could you send a message? Oh, absolutely hard pass. 100% no. Alright, so you guys head back into town and. Uh, Kespa brings you guys over towards the teleportation circle to be brought back to Neverwinter. And she looks to you all and says, I'll be sticking here for a little bit. I need to work on getting some reinforcements to send over your way. But rest assured, we'll be seeing each other again soon. Uh, Arlo motions for a predator handshake for Kespa. She looks very excited by it and definitely meets it. Uh, and then pulls you in closer and kind of like says real close to you, by the way, uh, maybe next time don't give someone whiskey in a crisis. You have so much more to learn about the way I operate. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I'm telling you that was a bad one. Don't do that. Okay, in fairness, like, if I went by, like, a track record, you're, like, one out of, like, 80, and, like, the other 79 Okay, now hold on. so well. No, no, wait, now hold on a second. No, what the hell do you mean one in 80? She has fully broken the Predator handshake at this point. <laughs> I give people whiskey to crisis. She turns to uh, Winterin and says, work on it. <laughs> yep, yeah, no problem. Tara just shakes her head, just like, I don't think there's any working on we can do past what has happened right now. It is helpful. It is not. It is a part of modern medicine. Don't fear the truth. 
Yeah, you know what? Fine, whatever. I'll see you guys in Neverwinter eventually. Same. I never said that, like, whiskey isn't medicine <laughs> in this world. Bye, Gaspar. <laughs> and in a bright light, you guys are teleported back to Neverwinter. As the light fades, and you guys are greeted to a platoon of uh, spear-wielding soldiers, same as before, you know, just precautions. When Tara is fully ready to fucking fight, she's like, gonna go. Sigh, dudes. And as soon as the light fades, Wintera, you are fully tackled. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> and a wind passes over you as you just hear, like, just the happy... It's not even, like, words. It's just a happy feeling as Bookworm, like, picks you up in a giant hug. <laughs> Aww. Oh, stop it! And Tara returns the hug and, like, squeezes her tightly, uh, shifting so they are closer in height. She's just like... Yeah, your feet are able to touch the ground now. Yeah. She's like, my starlight, I've missed you. Aww. I missed you, too. I'm gonna step down off the platform and look for my man. <laughs> Uh, Saith, you see Barden off to the side, like, leaning against, uh, one of the walls, clearly trying to look cool. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, she's just gonna open her arms wide, expectantly. Uh, he looks, I was like, oh, hey, uh, didn't, didn't even see you there. <laughs> what are the, uh, yeah, and he runs over and just hugs you. Oh, <laughs> I imagine it, um, kind of like, he does the, the run and jump where she... <laughs> yeah. The run and jump. Uh-huh. And where, you spin him around. He has his, like, legs around her waist. <laughs> Arlo, like, looks at both of his friends and, like, their happy relationships and just goes like, hmm. She's got both her arms and her tail wrapped around him. Oh. Yeah, like, Arlo, like, looks, like, you know, left and he looks right and he sees, like, both of his friends and, like, their happy relationships and he just goes like, hmm. Well, I'm gonna go get hammered. Pace and then walks off. And then walks off. Uh, Arlo, your speaking stone starts to ring. Arlo like picks it up without even looking at it because he's just kind of like in a mood. And he's like, "Sup." Ah, oh, there you are. I was wondering when you would finally pick up. Hey, what's going on, Ryan? Oh, I was just well, you hadn't been reporting in, so I was going ahead and doing that for you, letting you know how your troops have been doing. Um. Oh, I didn't check those. Are they alive still? Yes, no, they are all still alive and breathing. That sounded specific in a way that I don't like. Some of them are taking longer to recover. Um, I have some notes on the way you've been working with them. Uh, some improvements that I think can be made. Uh, Do, what, wait, hold sure on, what... important question. Do they all still have all of their limbs. Yes, they are all still attached. And <laughs> fingers. All attached. Okay. Both of them, all of them have the same amount of eyes that they had when I left. Uh-huh. Ears, tails. Ears. Toes. Yep. All, all still attached and functioning. Okay. That's good. You did good. Yes. You sounded like you thought I wouldn't. Well, no, 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 no. I knew that you were good at training people. I just thought that, like, 
uh-huh. when applied to the average person, you would murder them. No, Arlo, please. I know how to show restraint in moments of, I suppose, reaching limits. Uh, unfortunately, many of the clerics are busy, so it's hard to get them back up and at him as quickly as I would like, but... Either way, if you can come back, I would like to share some notes that I have. Um, a lot of people are complaining about the now absence of... You're going to need to explain to me what a Taco Tuesday is and why you thought it was relevant for training. You cannot tell me you didn't do Taco Tuesday. It was in the dossier I left. It's the most important part. I strongly disagree. I don't know nothing about Taco Tuesdays. Bet you never even had a taco. Yeah, of course I've had them, but I don't understand what that has to do with training. Either way, just come back to the head, come back to our uh, base and I will go over that with you. Fine. I'll cancel my plans to go get hammered. Yeah, no, please. This is... What? Don't worry about it. I'm on my way. <laughs> he hangs up. When Tara pulls from the hug with Bookworm and kind of like looks at her up and down, just like make sure that she's in one piece, I think. Oh yeah, no, she looks fine. For her own reassurement. And she's just like, do you have time to walk and talk? She suddenly looks kind of nervous, like, is everything okay? I mean, of course I do, but I'm just... She, when Tara uh, is going to roll an insight to see like what Bookworm is concerned about... Roll low is, and say we need to talk about us. Is is Bookworm concerned about like their relationship or is Bookworm just concerned? Bookworm is concerned because you said we need to talk. That's that is a concerning phrase to everybody. When Tara wouldn't know that that would be a concerning phrase, she just kind of pauses and says There's a reason I was being distant recently but I think we need to talk and I didn't want to do it over speaking stone. Um, and I also need to go drop off a ring somewhere for someone else to talk to something. And I think it would be easier for us to talk and me get there and get all of that done at the same time. Oh, um, there's a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, we can it's, sniffs and Nelger, uh, handling our watch today. They, when we heard you were coming back, I, uh, let me go so I can come say hi. How, yeah, I have time. How have things been going with the group? Uh, they've been they've been going good. Just, you know, I'm mostly doing patrols and trying to help out around town. That's good. I'm really proud of you. I want you to know that. She starts to blush like, oh, that... thanks. Has there been anything scary that's happened while I've been gone? Um, no. Not been pretty normal. Oh, <sighs> okay, good. When <laughs> is like really relieved when she says that. I'm glad. I would hate for something to happen. Like the, a lot of the stuff that's been happening recently. Oh. Um. God, but Winter is just like she doesn't know where to start in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you guys head off. Uh, 
do your little walk and talk. Arlo, you are heading over towards Ryan to figure out, to, to really explain to her what Taco Tuesday is all about. Seriously? Truly. And Saith, as you are embracing Bargain, you actually hear in your mind, Hey, uh, I hate to interrupt, but uh, you think uh, you and I could talk maybe? Yeah, but of course. Away from him? Yes. Uh. And that is where we shall pause our tale for now. Hello, everyone. This is your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Hoshi Roman, thanking you all for listening to this episode. Don't go anywhere just yet. We got some hilarious bloopers at the end that you want to listen to. Before that, a few quick plugs. Most notably, our Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash agentsofdamned so you can get access to all of the bonus content we have to offer, including our peek behind the screen after show, our monthly Tales of series, and our monthly shoutouts. This month goes to SC Lark and Paul from the other podcast that we've worked with for Bardrock FA. You also get access to our monthly one-shot raffles where you get to participate in a one-shot with the cast. They've always been a lot of fun, so pick a level and support the show. You can also find out more about us over on our website at agentsofdam.com where you can get full cast bios, transcriptions of the episodes, and access to our merch, which you can also find at tpublic.com user AOD. You can find us on all of our socials at Facebook with AOD, Instagram and TikTok at Agents of Damned and Twitter at Agents of D. Our Twitters are myself at Pokechap, Christina at Greekachu, Katie at Missy Mystery, spelled M-Y-S-S-Y Mystery, and Drew over at Liger Cero, Liger C-E-R and the number zero. You can also join us over on our Discord, which you can find links to on our link tree and occasionally on our Twitter. So just keep an eye for all that really fun server. I recommend hopping on. Uh, also, check us out on Twitch every Saturday, or most Saturdays, uh, starting at noon to see whatever we happen to be streaming at the time. It's kind of just a mixed bag of whatever we feel like doing. A lot of fun. Come check it out at twitch.tv AODcast. Finally, don't forget to leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice and share the show with a friend. Every little bit helps us to grow and make the show better for you. Until next time. Bye. some oaf? Do you see anything that you like? Hmm. I mean, I guess there's some good stuff here, but I don't know. It's all too prissy for my taste. Yeah, I think it's more like for the everyman and uh, doesn't sacrifice on comfort in any way. I'm going to ignore how hurtful that comment was. Let's see. Something that is intended for any one person but also is comfortable. We're going to do something I normally wouldn't do and recommend a competitor. 
Have you thought about Black Feather Apparel? Who that? Black Feather Apparel is an online retailer that sells a wide variety of graphic tees. Hmm. I do like me a graphic tee. Not only that, but they also have several hoodies that are equally as gorgeous as they are comfortable. Alright, well, what about like my lower half? I'm glad that my upper half will be nice and comfy, but I don't want my butter to get all chilly. My goodness, you're so boorish. Fortunately, they also carry several different sweatpants and leggings, each as comfortable as the last. Mm. Yeah, I guess I'll go with that. Sounds like a much better fit than your crap. Where can I find them? My goodness, I hate you so much. You can find them at blackfeatherapparel.com. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram under the same name. Remember, you big stupid oaf, it's blackfeatherapparel.com. Except for Saith. Saith escaped safely. Yeah. Ha! Da, 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 da. I was about to say, are you implying Saith should die? That's dark. <laughs> Wait. Except Saith, she died. <laughs> She's dead now. <laughs> She's dead now. When Tara slides off of Jockbird's back. Oh, so I thought of a better name for the fiddling magazine. What about, like, Fiddle Diddlers Monthly? Oh, definitely not. I don't know why you said better. <laughs> what about... What? No, no one likes the name Fiddle Diddlers Monthly. No, that sounds like a very different magazine for a very different audience. Well, no, like, it's predicated on, like, you only diddle fiddles. I'm cutting this. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> it's the declaration of, I'm cutting this. Hey, can I do a small tangent? Sure. Have you guys heard about, like, that game that a lot of, like, the YouTubers have been playing, uh, Sucker for Love? No. Oh. Well, to kind of, like, sum it up, like, yo, Warlock's out here be doing Eldritch Blast, but that guy out there trying to get some Eldritch ass. Oh, you. Okay. Guys. So. Guys, did you hear me? No one's laughing. Yeah, weird. It's weird, because, like, what I said was objectively hilarious. Wait, how does he go through walls? He's a ghost. But he's made out of crows. Don't you know that crows can go through walls? But the crows are made out of ink. Uh, ink doesn't go through walls. They're obviously spectral, you okay? It's obviously magic. Obviously you haven't thrown ink at a wall hard enough. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm doing some generous reads right now. F fine. Fine. If you guys want me to be more critical, I can. No. It, it yeah, wasn't about like the through. it wasn't about the plan of action. It was more about like, I was like I don't think he could go through walls. Anything could go through a wall if you apply enough force, right? <laughs> I can promise you those gray renders are going to be able to go through walls, but not in the way you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I was just imagining Varus just like being used to being a ghost. Like all right, I'm on and like trying to go straight through a wall, and then a bunch of fucking birds just like slam into right. the wall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anywho. <laughs> I'd truly be shocked if she did. She is royalty. What about Varus? What about Varus? Does Varus have uh ability to sing? I mean, maybe he's nearby and hears them doing it. <laughs> All right, now hold on. <laughs> yeah, Varus, who went in the opposite direction, might have like just kind of go heard, the, me, heard no, this wait, dragonborn song Varys and was like, made of "Well, birds. shit." Varus could feasibly have half of him in one area and half of him in another area. Jesus Christ! He's made That's of birds right now. 
that's fully not how that works. Mm, I don't know. Oh. I do. I'm the DM. Are you a bird scientist? No, I'm the DM. <laughs> In this context gives me more authority. And she pulls you in closer. And now he has troll rot. Sorry. No. And then Katie went to jail. <laughs> Don't worry. I have I'll to throw in you. a little bit of comedic, <laughs> comedic, uh, 